I love you. You know, I ain't got shit to start, honestly, for Peter Pan because, dude, this one fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember watching this as a kid. I know I watched it as a kid. But when I was yeah. watching it this time around, there was like, there were beats that I remembered. And then there were massive moments throughout the entire thing where I'm like, this is part of the story? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't, oh, I yeah. just totally blanked a lot of this whole film. I know I'd watched it as a kid, but I don't So this it. one, this one definitely opens up with one of those Disney Plus placards. Uh, hey, this is uh, inappropriate. Uh, there's something, there's something in this film that's inappropriate, but this one was like, so much of the film i was so surprised yeah so so let's talk about it i am the green traveler from gorsh and i am the faceless leon i love potatoes so welcome to the show potatoes uh, this is a podcast about movies and tv and we're doing our disney playlist peter pan yep we're finally Oof. at peter 1953 we're in the Silver Age. This, I'm assuming and really hoping that this is one of the lower po- points of the, or e- even the lowest point of the Silver Age. I'm hoping when we get to the end of the I age, hope so. we can call this one the worst because, wow, I did not realize how much I would hate Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, remembered, I remembered most of the story, and I remember that Peter Pan himself is not the greatest of heroes. He is not a good protagonist in any way. You know, Wendy is more of the protagonist. Well, Wendy's the Peter is kind of a yeah. Yeah, he he is more of the mischievous imp character. You know, he's just right. kind of just, just very destructive, very chaotic, and occasionally he does do good things. But for the most part, he's just a kid, a kid who never ages. Yeah, because he lives in Neverland. Yeah, which is not Michael Jackson's. No, not that ranch. No. Yeah. No, but that's, hopefully, that's hopefully we're not worrying about that Neverland anymore <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> anyhow this neverland wow if you don't remember watching this as a kid uh neverland is fucked yeah <laughs> it's re- it's really weird and and yeah. honestly the the villain that is presented who is a really great villain uh hook captain hook who voices captain hook i wrote it down somewhere i thought i have a cast list here hans con reed he also voices mr darling which I always oh, nice. thought was cool as a kid because I recognized it. I was like, why is their dad the bad guy? And everybody's <laughs> like, he's not. And I'm like, he looks almost exactly the same and he's got the same right. voice. You're not, right. <laughs> not full of me. <laughs> it's interesting that he looks the same because this is one of those Disney animations where the artists use live actor, uh, live right. models to help them with the animation of everything. And I, like as you said, with those two characters, you can kind of see that they did that. <laughs> they sure did. They sure did. But Captain Hook is a very fun villain. He is very hilarious, uh, very entertaining to watch. Uh, yeah. His scheme is ridiculous because he just doesn't really want to die because he has a crocodile that's constantly coming after him. <laughs> yeah, because he's had a taste. He's had a taste of him because Peter Pan threw his hand to him with captain hook he's he his only goal is to survive and kill peter pan that is yes all he wants to do you know because this peter and him have a they have a nemesis you know they hate each other so much and so he's just like i want to kill peter pan but i 
don't want to get eaten by the crocodile. <laughs> yes. And that's all that seems to be happening whenever I get ready to kill Peter Pan. The, <laughs> the crocodile bits are like my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. They're they're definitely like goofy car- uh, cartoons. That's definitely where they're drawing their... There's that little theme song that follows the crocodile everywhere. And it's just... It's yeah. just the I think it's based off of like their, their death gurgle or whatever. Because like crocodiles have that like... that, that They make that noise uh, before they um... kill. Do you know about that? No, uh, I don't. Maybe know I'm wrong about that, about that but I, I think I, <laughs> I could be com- I could be completely wrong. But I feel like I think they have like, a death gurgle, and the, the beat is just very like it's just like a small like boom 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> because he's just... because he swallowed a, a a clock, and that's how Hook knows that oh. he's coming. <laughs> I had no idea that that's why it was. I just love the yeah. <laughs> it is great. Yeah, it, it's him approaching and. Hook always knows he's coming, and it just drives Hook insane. <laughs> Anytime he hears a clock, he goes insane. He thinks right. that the crocodile is there, and the crocodile's eyes are just like above the water, and they're just like yeah, bopping to the yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. Really funny. It's, it's good stuff, and like th- th- those are the fun parts. There are some very fun parts of this movie, and those right. are the fun parts. Anything with Hook, anything with the crocodile, Smee is wonderful. Oh, Smee is all good. Yeah, he was voiced by Bill Thompson. Yeah, he did The White Rabbit and Alice in Wonderland. And uh, also in Alice in Wonderland was Catherine Beaumont. I can't remember who, who she played in Alice in Wonderland, but she's uh, Wendy here. We mentioned it in that in Alice in Wonderland that she played Wendy. She played Alice. Did she she play played Alice. Alice. Okay. Yeah, and she, she comes back for another protagonist then. Disney must have liked her voice. But yeah, so Wendy Darling tells stories to her brothers about Peter Pan. And then uh, after a disagreement with her father, she gets whisked away by Peter Pan, who teaches him to fly, takes him to Neverland. Yeah, because he wants a mother. I, I don't know that... I don't remember Peter Pan saying that particularly. I know the Lost Boys did. Yeah, she does kind of become the mother of well, yeah, the Lost he, Boys. I think he literally, when they try to kill her, when they first see her, he says, I bring you a mother and this is how you treat her. Yeah. Like, oh, I, that's right. Yeah. You're right. I remember that now. There's there's too many things that like shocked me that are sitting on my mind that keep me from remembering the actual plot. Right. In every way, what Peter Pan did was a manipulative kidnapping, like... We have to be honest. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, he oh, literally yeah. is forcing her to be there after a while. You know, there's a moment in this movie where she's like, I want to go home. You know, I'm ready to grow up. And he's just like, no, right. you're, you're staying here. Fuck that. We, I need a mother. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. But you yeah. can attend to us and let us continue to be crazy, chaotic men. Or not yeah, men, so boys. Peter Pan has somehow uh, brainwashed all these little boys to stay on the island with him and do exactly what he says when he says so. And, but they all kind of wish that they had stayed and grown up. So he finally realizes that he's, you know, being an ass and does help them get back. Man, this could be a really dark Fae story. And there's definitely, like, a lot of allusions to Fae and folklore. But... Peter definitely has could have some really dark interpretations. Like, you know, this is the this is where missing children go is Neverland. Well, did uh did Once Upon a Time touch upon Peter Pan? 
Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and there they do make it very, very dark. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. I, I I agree with you because that's where my mind always goes with Peter Pan now is uh, before I rewatched it. This is like probably only the second time I've ever watched this movie because uh, again right. I I think I've only seen it the first time as a child, and maybe I watched it a lot back then, but I really don't remember it at all. I only remember small bits. Most of what I know of it comes from Kingdom Hearts, honestly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and they avoided the uh, the inappropriate parts. Yeah. That that part of Kingdom Hearts, if we can make a, a quick tangent, is a really long chapter. They like rewrite <laughs> fucking Peter Pan in in the, uh, that story. Probably for the best. Yeah. Pro- definitely definitely it's i i I can't say that it's good storytelling but it might be a better story (laughs) there's a lot about kingdom hearts i just don't remember sure yeah i've i've played it twice and a half so i don't think i could even get through it twice like getting through it once was tough not anymore i couldn't do it anymore no it's uh it's a lot it's a long game and a lot of it is just (laughs) sitting there watching it and that's why instead we're going to do two years of Disney playlists. <laughs> we're yeah. Do all the Disney films. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I do feel like we keep on alluding to these this very these very racist uh, interpretations. I think maybe we should just talk about it. Yep. What do you think? Yep. Let's let's get into the racism of it. So yes. So I I would honestly feel weird about calling these individuals native americans they're they are very highly characterized interpretation of native americans yeah but they're so offensive that i don't feel comfortable with that and they're native to nether neverland did they have a tribe name i can't remember if they were even given a tribe name they might have been called the Blackfeet by by Michael, I believe is is the middle child, Wendy's younger brother. No, John is the middle one. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this, there's two brothers. One's very young. One is like an astutious type character, and yeah. he's very intrigued by the way of life of of the natives. I guess that's fair. It's just so bad yeah i i don't know what to say i don't really want to describe it it's just it's just over and over again and then there's a whole number about it yeah i think the easiest way to describe it is if you think of the old hollywood films and how they portray native americans that's precisely what disney does here you know right the, the color of skin they use is very very red the vocalizations they make are very hollywoodized you know it's like I mean, I know that right. Indians did have a war chant, but what the what we know the war chant as... That's totally fabricated. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much to go into with it, but everything they put up was very Hollywood stereotyped. Oh, yes, and definitely. it is awful. It's, it's all to get a laugh from the audience, yeah. but it's like, these are people that, like even in this time period and even today mm. that we're our country is horribly mistreating the people yeah. in our country horribly mistreat and it's just it's just very it's vulgar i'll call it that 
Because it really is. And I recall watching this as a kid, though, I have to say, taking a step back. I recall watching this as a kid and really enjoying that part of the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Um, presented as entertainment. Like, as you said, it's it's trying to get a laugh. So a kid, not realizing that that is inappropriate, will find it funny. And it will ingrain in their ideas that that's an okay thing. Yeah. And I think one thing that really drew me into that scene as a kid was the voice of Chief, voiced by Candy Candido. It is such an interesting voice. But that does not make all the terrible things that come out of their mouth interesting. Uh, It just makes it still cruel and gross. Especially to have a whole song focusing on the stereotype. It's just, oof. I did not remember any of this as a kid. I remember looking back on it and remembering that the number probably had some racist allusions to it, but it's not even like alluded to. It is just up front. Oh, yeah. Really gross. Very obvious. And, yeah. you know, when 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 I started that movie and they put that placard up about, you know, it's like there are some stereotypical racism issues, blah, blah, blah. This is, you know, a bad thing mm-hmm. in the past. I was like, really? What was it? Because I've never read the play. Uh, it's it's based off a play right. by J.M. Barry or Barry. I uh, never read it. Never seen it. Seen this movie only once. You know, I don't know a lot about Peter Pan aside from, you know, the right. Kingdom Hearts shit. So... When when that popped up, I was like, "Really? I can't remember what was uh, what was wrong about this because I don't remember watching it. I don't, you know, I was going through all of the pirate stuff and I was like, did something happen with the pirates? Oh, you completely forgot about the the natives in general. Yeah, I forgot. Is what you mean? Practically everything that was not Captain Hook and Peter Pan. And so when this when all of this happened, I was just freaking shocked. I was like, oh my. god god disney like i did not remember any of this and it astonished me i know that i have seen a recording of of uh an old broadway production but i do not recall uh anything with that part of it yeah because i'd seen i've seen that fewer times and probably just as long ago as when i've seen peter pan so i can't speak to whether or not this is in the play or not i don't know if the movie is a direct translation of the play i don't i don't know either i know it went through a lot of rewrites disney again he wanted to make peter pan a long time ago he was gonna make it right after snow white but because of copyright issues he couldn't have it until 1939 when he bought it at an auction or something like that wow (laughs) so he finally got the rights and then it took him like 14 more years to get a script that he liked because he thought the characters were too dark because you know it's, it's not a wow. he wanted he wanted characters more like Snow White, more peaceful and bright and hopeful and everything. And Peter Pan, not that he's not that. And <laughs> and Wendy is in a way that, but she's also inquisitive and very curious. You know, she's okay with being in right. this situation because she wants to learn more and she likes Peter Pan. Right, right. She saved his shadow for him. <laughs> or, or stole it. Didn't she kidnap his dad? <laughs> or stole I don't know. No, the dog got it. Oh, the dog, okay. Yeah. Nana. Nana, their nursemaid. Uh, Nana, I love Nana. And there's even when they're flying away. So those of who that are familiar with 
Peter Pan. Like, you just need happy thoughts and a little bit of pixie dust to fly. And the kids are flying away, and Michael, the youngest one, grabs Tinkerbell and sprinkles it on the dog so Nana can come. Oh, yeah. And she's tied up. And she just, so she just starts floating up and she, but she's stuck there. And, and what was, what was nice to me as an adult watching it was realizing, ah, she's a dog and she didn't need to be told to have happy thoughts. She just had them. Aw, that is cute. (laughs) You know, you bring up another thing, though, that I wanted to talk about was the treatment of Tinkerbell. Another thing I forgot about. So when I think of Tinkerbell, you know, I already have the iconic image in mind, and it's already obvious that she is going to be very sexualized because she basically has no skirt. She she's yes. practically always showing her panties, and her she is so sexualized in this movie that I never you know I completely yeah. forgot about how much they tried to sexualize her in this, and it was really weird. And like, yeah. <laughs> she definitely has the hots for Peter Pan too, which is another weird thing. Yeah, definitely. It, but she's also like tortured throughout this film by him and the Lost Boys, and even like as you said, like right there, the the boy just grabbed her and like forced her to sprinkle dust on the dog. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Peter does to get all of them to fly. Is she, he basically just grabs her and rings her so that she uses sprinkles. her salt shaker. Yeah. She's a salt shaker. It's ridiculous. They just treat her so poorly so that when she, when she eventually, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this 70 year old movie, she eventually goes to Captain Hook and he uses her to kind of try to uh, betray. Peter Pan. She thinks she's doing it to help Peter Pan because she hates Wendy. Right. Wendy. Wendy birds are dangerous. That's yeah, what you're trying to say. Exactly. She she doesn't like Wendy because Peter likes Wendy and you know fuck that. Yeah. And love triangle with a fairy yeah. and children. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but but like I understand why she goes to the villain. I understand why she gets manipulated. Yeah. You know, I because she is treated like shit. She has kind of Stockholm syndrome. It seems like. Definitely, definitely. Well, so do all the Lost Boys. That's like, true. That I, true. Even, okay, there, even Bobby Driscoll even has pointed ears. Okay, I mean, Peter Pan, <laughs> voiced by Bobby Driscoll. But they, okay, and those eyebrows, man. Okay, so they did model Peter Pan after Bobby. I think you kind of mentioned this. Uh, but the eyebrows, man, and the pointed ears together, <laughs> there's something about them that it works so well. Like the, the Peter Pan is like, this is like a really perfect version of Peter Pan. It also reminds me of the friendly green giant though. Uh, (laughs) Yes. 100%. Yes. Oh man. I don't know if that's a worldwide thing, but he does. They do vegetables. Um, Yeah. yeah. Google it or Bing it. Or Bing it. You (laughs) think people are still out there? Sure. Sure. I don't know. (laughs) We're not paid by Google yet, but Google, if uh, if you're listening, <laughs> I'll sell out for Google. That's Take right. that search engine money. Um, <laughs> anyhow, get our name out there. What are, what are we talking about? Uh, oh yeah, the, the, oh yeah. So the the Stockholm syndrome, though. Yeah. So uh, there's definitely some strong illusions that Peter Pan is is a fake creature, but also some hints that he once lived in the same world as Wendy and the Lost Boy. So I feel like he was here at this magical place for so long that he it started morphing and being and being a part of him. Or he a part of it rather. 
I like that. That's what I have to say. But that's that's another theory. But this is the theory that I really wanted to bring up on the show. There's a part in the native camp scene where they had all the lost boys tied up. And the chief says to them that he's not going to let them go like they usually do. So they have like a game going on with the, the native tribe and the lost boys that they will play fight. And whoever loses gets tied up for a little bit and then they get released. But his part of the plot is that Hook uh, kidnapped uh, Tiger Lily. Uh, the chief's oh, right, daughter. Right, I forgot about that. Uh, but it, you know, because everything else about that entire scene is is so ah, uh, just so ah. Uh. Yeah. But anyhow, I have a theory that the pirates, the natives, and the lost boys had this pact for centuries, if anything, because I don't think anybody ages at Neverland. Right. And the pact was, hey, we're gonna all share this paradise together, and have fun and games by having fake battles and stuff because that's all we've ever wanted to do. And, you know, the pirates would probably, you know, take off and do pirating things yeah, first and then come back. Go because, sailing, sink some shanties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, do some raiding and uh, come back and <laughs> what would they raid? play with make-believes <laughs> with these children. Well, I, the, I feel like they can... I don't know. I think the sea is also connected to the same ocean that Neverland is a part of. Oh, okay. So they can go to the real world and raid. That's right. Yeah. But anyhow, I think these three groups had an agreement that they would do this. But then Peter Pan took it too far by cutting off Captain Hook's hand and feeding it to that alligator. And now Captain Hook is like, fuck this kid. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to do whatever I can to actually kill him. I believe him, man. This is not fun anymore. And that and that set off the power vacuum. Yeah, I'm on board that fan theory because I'm because fuck Peter Pan. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he is a dick. He's, He's a the dick. worst. I don't like him. I don't like him and if if, yeah. if you're ready for closing statements, I am because <clears throat> I don't like Peter Pan. He's in this movie, honestly, I didn't like it that much. I liked hook i liked the crocodile whenever the crocodile made an entrance i was immediately laughing i'm like yeah i love this shit mm-hmm. that was great smee uh, too yeah smee's uh, great smee does say one or two lines though that i'm like yeah, yeah it's so like, does hook though uh, come on yeah but but hook is a lot of fun i i think for i i think i have to watch the robin williams hook because i've honestly never seen that oh man so good that's one of my favorites. Right. I love Robin Williams. It's just, I, there's a lot of his filmography, though, that I haven't watched because I like a lot of his more... Uh, more Dramatic dra- roles? Thank you. Yeah, the, more, the, the more dramatic roles. I like those a lot more. And even though I still love his com- comedy roles, too, of, of course. But right. I, I have to say... Well, I think the, this is a, it's a good balance in Hook. Yeah. It's a good balance. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman is amazing. <laughs> right. As, yeah, I'm also something. excited to see that. I've seen parts of it. Like I've seen a lot of the famous scenes. But I feel like I have I have to just watch that because this was just so disappointing. And it's I, very disappointing because it's an interesting lore. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah. There's a lot to Neverland and I don't I feel like it's not explored at all. And Yeah. And so even though it's got an interesting villain. I feel sad for the villain. I feel sad for Tinkerbell. 
and I give it a one and a half stars. I, I know that's going to like kind of be shocking, I think, to some <laughs> Disney loyalists. Yeah. But yeah, this it's really offensive. It's forgettable. Yeah. I don't really remember anything outside of the crocodile hook. Man, I couldn't ag- I couldn't agree more with you on on your rating. I do. I think I'm gonna remember these things that are in this thing because the problem is is that I remember enjoying that part as a child, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, this is something that I grew up with that I was just so desensitized to yeah, and that I-, I didn't even notice it. Yeah. It negatively influenced you. Yeah, exactly. And but, and, you know, I I really feel pretty passionately about you know what our country has done to the native peoples here. But I also don't know what to do about it as an individual. But anyhow, closing statement for this movie that upset me is that it's a half a face movie. You don't have to watch this movie. Uh, there's so many inter- interpretations of Peter Pan. Go watch them. Yeah. And there's even a sequel to this movie that I recall being enjoyable. It's the same Peter Pan, except for the voice actor. I'm sure this is a different voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> because it's mu- it was made much later. But it's still... I, I really like the look of Peter Pan. Right. That's the one thing that I wish we had more with. Which is nice that we have that sequel. But... You don't have to watch this movie. That's what I want to say about it. Half, half a face movie. Agree wholeheartedly. Sadly, again, I forgot to look up what the next episode or the next movie is in the Disney playlist. <laughs> I want to say it might be Sword and Stone. Maybe it's one. I think it's Lady and the Tramp. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Silver Age. I'm still looking forward to it. This was this was a disappointment, but I'm still I'm still excited. It's still gonna be good from here. Yeah. We're, we're not back in the war era. No, no, no. I'm not thinking that way. <laughs> I just started vacation. We're looking we're looking happy for the next week. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I and you know I am going to go that's another thing. Been fully vaccinated now. Same. Uh, well, I've had both my shots anyways. I still have a, a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I I'm am peachy. I'm I am excited to go and visit people still being safe. It's not over people. Especially if you haven't gotten your vaccine, it's not over. Be careful out there. Go get your vaccine. That said, this is going to come out after the episode, I think, that uh, I'm about to talk about. But I am about to return to the theaters for the first time in a week. Uh, Yeah. I I say for the first time in a week. For the first time in a year and a half. But in a week, I'm going to go to the theaters again. And I'm really fucking excited. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be really, really interesting because I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to get my giant drink. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to get annoyed at everybody in the audience with me. And I'm going to be like, why did I fucking miss this? Like, <laughs> I can watch this shit what? on my couch. <laughs> I can watch it on my couch now. Why do I want this experience again? All these people are chomping what? at their fucking popcorn. I'm going to be so pissed <laughs> off. Ah, uh, well. All right. I think that's our show, man. It is our show. I've been the Green Traveler. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels. Happy thoughts. Pixie dust. Guten Morgen. Good night, everybody. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. 
like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.